What's good, everybody? Welcome to Talk Rice to Me. I'm Jesse. JR. Steven. I'm Jay. There's only somebody else on the coming in tonight. His name is Kane. He's currently unavailable at the moment, but he will be here shortly. But anyways, let's go ahead and get the show on the road, okay? So I'm going to ask you guys, have you guys ever noticed that Women always want to talk about, I want a guy that's six foot. I want a guy that's tall. They got to be tall this, tall that. But don't you think it's kind of weird that women can't really tell what the, what the difference between 5'11 is and six foot? Do you think that it's cut off at 5'11? I think it goes a little, little shorter than that. I think it's like 5'10. 5'10. So I think it's funny because um, usually they're like, they have to be six foot. Right. But then most guys, they'll be, and then women make a big deal about guys lying about their height. They'll say, oh, he ain't six foot, you're only 5'11 or some, sh- some stupid shit like that. Right. But in reality, you can't tell the difference between 5'11 and six foot. It's literally the same. And then most guys, they always round up. Like, we'll talk about social dating apps. Right. Usually, Guys will lie about their height. You ever hear the saying that says that guys usually add two inches to the height? Did you you ever use dating uh, so dating yeah, apps? Yeah, yeah. You always put your, do you put your actual height on there? I do, but I uh, technically I'm five eleven and a half, but I always round up to six. That's fine. Because for the same exact reason, but I have like guy friends who add like two inches to their height, which is how tall how tall are they uh, are they really before they add their height to it? Like I know a guy who's like five seven, five eight, and he put himself as five ten, five eleven. But <laughs> he did that because he got so many more matches when he did, and that gave that opened the door for them to actually get to know them and talk to their personality, and then kind of convince them through other ways, other than the initial height. Uh-huh. Uh, yo, I think there's a there's an inverse relationship. With the shorter they are, the more they round up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was, what was that, say it again? I said basically. The shorter some a guy is, the more they'll round up. And then the taller they are, the less they'll round up. And because they want to get as close as possible to six foot, that's believable. There's people who are six nine who round or seven feet that round down. I'm talking about you, Kevin Durant, because he doesn't want to be seen. He doesn't want to be seen as seven foot. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. I just feel like people want to get over six. That's all. Okay. Okay, so let me, let me address the topic here, okay? So you say that your friend rounds up, which is very common. I've heard that before. I think, in my opinion, I think every single guy should put themselves at six foot, regardless if you're six foot or not. I think, uh, yes. I, th- here's why I agree. Go so ahead. there is a statistic that is out there online somewhere. I'm not sure where. That says that I think it was like a really high number. It was above 50% of girls... <laughs> filter out guys like you know how you can put the height as a requirement on a dating app they put six feet like as that requirement so i feel like if you're like 510 511 you should just lie get in the door make a good impression and then she won't care if you're really six feet or not Wait, okay jesse you gotta you gotta preface every guy should yeah. be put a six. what if the yes, dude is six is five two I mean, then the question becomes, what is the height at which you should put yourself at six foot? Because obviously, you know, someone's that's, five foot can't. That's what I'm saying. If you 5'10", go to six feet. I think 5'10". If you 5'9", five five you 5'11". If you 5'8", <laughs> you 5'10". You add two inches at least. If you 5'5", five five, you 5'9". Five I think if you 5'5", five five, that's, that's when you really start cranking that joint up. Okay. You wear Air Force Ones to the first date. You wear you wear Air Force Ones, Tim's platforms, something to be tall. Insults, whatever you gotta do. Okay, yeah, this make, make him fall in love. Fake it till you make it. Here. This is why I say uh, every guy should put himself at six foot. Okay, because on social dating apps, it's a completely a an aesthetic thing. It's all about the physical traits. You're basically judging somebody almost, I'm gonna say almost ninety percent on just physical, right? You may you may see like a prompt like, oh my god, I like gaming. This girl likes the game. I'm down with this. Go play some Valorant together. You know what I'm saying? You might, you, or like you might use that joint as a, like a, a way to uh, get in the door. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you play video games? What, what did you play? You play League? Let me be your. Let me. Uh, I'll be the support to your ADC or some shit like yes, that. Yes. Right. Yes, yes. But okay. The reason why I say that every guy should put themselves at six foot is because women know the best angles for their themselves in pictures. Mm. So the majority of the time, not all every single woman out there, they know the best angles. They take a thousand pictures and they t- pick like three or four of the best ones, right? And on top of that, they wear makeup. And on top of that, they use filters and they edit their pictures. 
right? So they are putting themselves in the best marketing positions possible, okay? How many girls would you do you know would actually say, hey, oh, put your actual pictures with no makeup on, no filters, and, and a regular angle? How many girls do you think would actually do that? And, yeah. and like, how many people do you think would actually like them back if they just put the real life pictures on there? Wait, wait, are you saying that in reference to like, there's That's why guys should lie about their height is because... In essence, I'm going to say this. It levels the playing field. If, go- okay. if girls... Same thing. It's the same thing, basically. Yes. Yes. Effectively it's, doing the same thing. Ex- exactly. Girls using using filters, all that stuff, makeup. It's the same thing because they're lying about their appearance, right? And then on the same thing, it's like, we're, and we're, um, as guys, we are... Okay, think about it this way. You choose to put on makeup. You choose to edit your photos. You choose to use filters. A guy cannot choose his height. That's genetics, that's that's fair. Right? That's so fair. you're if you were just leveling your play. Okay, I'm six two by the way, right? So I'm 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 advocating for my short kings out there. Right? <laughs> I am short advocating kings. for my short kings out there, and I'm trying to I'm trying to make it a fair playing ground for all men. And that's why I say that every guy should put themselves at six foot because if you put everybody at six foot, you level the playing field. And so the only thing they could judge you on is based on your appearance. What if a girl met this perfect guy, absolutely perfect dude, and he was only five ten? Right, he never even got past the freaking um the uh the sorting machine or whatever or the sorting thing through Hinge because he's he's registered at five ten. I, th- I think in a way, then I think t- height should not be one of the attributes on Hinge. That's honestly what you're trying to say. It shouldn't be one then, because there are times where, as a guy, you know, there's a girl who pops up at four eleven, and I'm like, I don't want. I, I will. X and not match them because they're four eleven. Why don't you want? Why don't you want them at four eleven? You know, it's they don't even gotta get on their knees. <laughs> mind you, I am, mind you, I am six one. I am six one. But the thing yeah. is, if, all right, maybe it, it depends on my horny horniness level. Like if I'm horny, I don't care. But if I'm like, eh, it, I'm not really that horny. Then you're just like, I don't want to feel like I'm with a child. No, no, I, I agree with you. But I'm just saying that, like, okay, because. For most women, we said this earlier, right? Like for any woman who's like a like five five, five or whatever, when they look up five ten, five eleven, six foot, it all looks the same. Just like um, Kane said it earlier, right? When we look at basketball players, when we look at them seven foot dudes, it all looks the same. Like six six nine, six ten, six eleven, seven foot, it looks the same, right, Kane? Yeah, right. I, I would say it's the same tier. Tell them, tell them the story about Joel, your Joel and B story. Oh, yeah, so story time. Nah, it's not really a long story, but I basically I stood next to Joel Embiid. Dude's dude's massive. I mean, seven two, two eighty. I mean, I was just like, because I was playing basketball. You know, we were at the same same hotel. I was just like, yeah, there's just zero chance I could get a shot over this dude. You know, like in a game, like he's just massive. Like he doesn't even look real, honestly. And you're six so, one, six feet, six one, six feet, six one, six one with shoes, maybe. Round up, right? You, you got to round one. up. If you six hey, one with shoes, you six one for sure. I mean, my my hinge. I don't have a hinge anymore. But why don't you got a hinge no more? Too, and you was too, pulling too much, too much uh, no, girls. No, not you? even. All right, a few reasons. One, I didn't get on it enough. So like, you know, it was just kind of a waste of time. Like, you know, maybe I'm like taking a shit or something. It's just like, all right, let me just get on hinge. Like five minutes, five minutes shit turns into ten type thing. Uh, and then two, I was just like, I don't want it to be my crutch. So like, I want to actually talk to girls in real life and meet them and not be like, oh, well, like, you know, I got a couple options on hinge. So like, I'll fall back to that. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not pressed to talk to anyone in this room. So it was like a self thing. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think, uh, you brought up a lot of issues, Jesse. I think, uh, I guess first issue talking about the, the five ten. Uh, rounding up is just that you run the risk of coming across disingenuine when you meet them in real life and you actually say, oh, I'm not. I'm 5'8", not 5'10". And lying is pretty bad in, in most situations, in most starts of relationships. Like, if I met a girl who's 5'2", and she's uh, says that on hinge, she's like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, and she's like, oh, I put it because on heels, I'm 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five. I'd be like, oh, that's a little weird. You know what's really funny? I feel like there are some guys who who lie about their height so much that it like they start to believe that height that they're that that they are that height like actually so then like they think they're not lying about it and so now they think they're telling the truth to other girls because like even when you like measure yourself you like 
you know, like, oh, my hair is like, let me add an inch because my hair is like. It's like, I don't know. Some guys just start to believe like, oh, I'm really six feet, even though they're like five, nine. And at that point, are you being disingenuous? I, I don't know. Or you're just delusional. I got yeah, you might be delusional. I mean, they do have those platform shoes, like two and a half inches. Yo, I got, yeah, I got two yeah. examples for you. One guy, just you and I know. He was like, yeah, I'm six feet. And we're like, dude, you're not six feet. And Jesse and I were like, yeah, you're not six feet. He goes, what do you mean? You guys are like six three, six four. I'm like, you cannot add height to someone else to make yourself look taller. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You cannot do that. I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. And then another time in college, um, there's someone I know, basically, was very close with. And he's like, yeah, I'm six feet. And he's like, Jay, how tall are you? I'm like, I'm six one. He goes like, really? And then at the time, I was wearing Vans, and he was wearing duck boots. But I was still taller than him. He's like, it must be these. Uh, he goes, oh, it's just the shoes. I'm, I'm like six feet because my doctor says I'm six feet. I was like, I'm barely over six feet. I'm like six feet and five eighths. So I roll right out to six one, right? And he was like, nah, you're, 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 I'm six feet too, even though I'm clearly an inch or two taller than him. He's like, it's the hair because at the time I had a faux hawk. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to well, tell you, man. I, I think it's that too, but it's also just I think for me personally, personality can add height. Oh, if you have like a big, like boisterous personality, I'm just going to assume you're relatively bigger or taller. So like, for example, like okay. someone who's like a bit more like, uh, yeah, just a bit more like straightforward and talks a lot. I kind of add height depending on how they carry themselves out versus someone a bit more like shyer. It's kind of, it, it depends. Yeah. I just think per- perception of people can add at least an inch. Let me ask you something though. But do you think... This is general. This is just generalization. Don't not. I'm not including like Kevin Hart in this, right? Sure. But do you think that's because people kind to kind of it's like a self fulfilling prophecy? We have you. You might know who I'm talking about. He's a very short guy, nicest guy in the world, so nice. He's not one to command a room. Yes. You know what I mean? I know exactly. Very shy. Very t- not very shy. He's just not shy. to himself. But it also at the same time he ends up as like the butt of almost every joke. It feels like. But- becomes a butt of every joke he's a butt of a lot of jokes and i even told him i said look because of that i said hey yo i'm never gonna let you i'm never gonna let you be like the butt of my jokes right just because i feel bad but at the same time i'm like the polar opposite i'm six one and my personality is huge it's big it's massive or like i have a very eccentric personality whatever but i'm saying is it because i have the confidence of my height and then someone who is shorter does not have the confidence of their height to lean on so they end up more timid i think it could be both right it could be like a negative feedback cycle right you're already short maybe that you know you maybe feel insecure about that so you're less likely to talk and then it's kind of maybe even slouch a little bit and then you just come across just a little bit more meek okay but uh i don't know it's very situational context dependent but uh for you i can confirm that you have a pretty big personality so i'm not shocked that someone might think you're like six two Let's rewind a little bit, right? Basically, what I'm trying to say, when I'm saying that every guy should just put themselves at six foot, I'm just saying that I could eat, literally level the playing field. Because, you know, five ten guy, like, Stephen, how tall are you? I am 5'11", but I am probably adding, like, half an inch. But regardless of the fact, though, like, a girl should not discount you, like, as a contender or, like, you know, as a suitor, as someone, as a possible match, just because you're 5'11". Or, like, she, she like sees you on hinge oh he's 511 i'm yeah. out right yeah. but then meets you in person like damn you're actually a great person yeah you know what i'm saying i'm just trying to let's just say yo, yo give my give my guys some um some something like you know some play you know what i'm saying like let them let him get in the door hey. you know what i'm saying like because like, have you guys ever heard the saying that like um kane or jay have you ever heard that like uh like for tall guys like being tall is his personality. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you heard that saying? Yes. <laughs> or like the, the the equivalent is for females with just being hot is their personality. Yes. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yes. So y'all think that's real? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just know dudes who are like tall but like just not interesting people. <laughs> and it's just like he's just tall. Yeah. It's like damn, he doesn't even hoop either. You know. I'd be in the league if I was. <laughs> so you'd be jealous of a guy that's like six five who just nah, got I'm nothing. Not, nah, I'm not jealous. Maybe if I was like in high school, I was like, damn, dude. You know, if I was like six three, six four, you know, things might be a little different. But, but you're like, you tall for no reason, bro. Yeah. Give me some of that. Just, you know, it's just it's a cliche thing. You know, all the things result in who you are today, type thing. So it's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Let me ask you this though. Okay, so the, let's go to the girl part of this. You know, like. Y'all all met these girls where, like, they're just hot. They got no personality. 
right? Do y'all would y'all be able to like date a girl like that? No personality, dry, just like they just good, to look, good to look at. Depends. I mean, define date like boyfriend and girlfriend, oh. official. Probably no, not. not at all. You wouldn't even give her a chance. Uh, Nothing. I mean, you're like to to have a relationship. You would have to yeah. date for like some period of time to have that relationship. That's fair. So that's giving. So that's me giving that chance. No. Right. Will it? Ne- all right. I'm gonna ask you. Does a personality ever develop, or is it? Is it like one of those, one of those long games? Like I'm in an MMO and she's at level one personality, and I'm helping her all <laughs> to level ninety nine. You know, am I, yeah. is it like that or is it no? She's stuck at level one forever. Okay, this is, I'll give you a little analysis. I think that a girl who is just hot and no personality is still dateable. I think it still is dateable. And this is my reasoning. This, this is just this is my reason, okay? At the end of the day, um, a lot of people might not agree with this. Compatibility is more important than chemistry. Because compatibility is like what your values are. Like, like JR, like, well, how your parents like how your parents raised you, and like how your how like like some girl like your girlfriend yeah. how like they raised her right sure. the way you believe things like sometimes religion religion yeah. like some people they want to date people the same religion sometimes people want to date the same race sure you know I think that you can develop a personality because personality okay. is developed through like your life experiences yeah. your interests shit like that I agree but I I mean what you're talking about is basically pretty privileged. How are we talking about pretty pretty, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're like, you know, you don't have to develop a personality if you're hot because people are going to be naturally attracted to you because of like, like the halo effect, basically. Mm. Okay. Uh, yes, I believe that everybody has a personality that can come out, but okay. for some people, it's just so layered behind other defense, defense mechanisms that it's almost impossible to tease out. Like, it requires a lot of focus, and you know, you have your own problems, so it's kind of difficult to. What if, hey, let me ask y'all, what if she's really hot but just shy? That's what I'm That's saying. Fine. That's what That's I asked. Fine. Am I starting at level one and bringing her to level 99 or is she stuck at level one forever? Okay. What do you, what do you say? No, I was going to say, I, I think most women, if you're really into them and, you're, and you know, they're down for the ride or whatever you want to call down it. Down for the ride? <laughs> like, like she's, she's down to, like, work this, like, try to make it work, whatever, like, she likes you, whatever. You could like mold her in some ways, right? Where you can like bring it out of her, like see, over time, right? See what you—that's that's a weird word. See, that's a touchy but subject. That's a touchy, a touchy subject, subject because you said happens. you said mold, and most women are gonna be like, "Oh, that's manipulation." You're, 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 you you sure. want to you want to yeah, manipulate yeah, yeah. a girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could. It could come off that way. I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Look, I use the word mold. Yeah. <laughs> You should just say influence. Oh, that's still manipulation. Yeah. Everything will be seen as manipulation. Uh, I have an, I have another approaching this subject a little bit. One, I feel like if someone actually likes you, that's when you show your personality. True. If you don't like a girl, every guy here, if y'all aren't feeling a girl, are y'all going to show your personality? Like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's straight. Yeah, that's whatever. But if you like a girl, you'll be a little more, you know, interactive you'll actually pop jokes you'll like teaser and stuff like that but if you don't like a girl you're like oh yeah that's cool thanks bye that's it is do you think a hot girl's the same way like if a hot girl has no personality it's just that she ain't like you like that much i mean that's possible she'd be kind of like standoffish she'd be standoffish or, or are she... you saying what the personality is saying like she just shy shy or her tone of voice is very monotone and she talks like this <laughs> and blah 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 which i get because i couldn't date Who's the one girl who talks like this? Yeah, everything's okay. Like, you don't want to date someone like, I I, I couldn't. It's be hard. You'd rather have someone who could show their emotions. Like, oh, she happy right now. Cool. She's sad right now. All right. She mad right now. Word. You don't want to be like, what the hell is she thinking? Okay. Let's 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 use some examples in this situation. Just, right. y- y'all three have, uh, we in a Big Apple, by the way. I, these all are not Big Apple native. Y'all, y'all ain't born here. Y'all moved here within the last, what, year or two? Yeah, last year. And so you guys have experiences in different areas and here. Give us your input on how women in general, because obviously I'm going to say right now, I think I think it, me personally, I think New York City got that got the most beautiful women, some of the most beautiful women in the country. My prefer, my preference, my the type of women I like living in, in New York. Right. So I want y'all's take. What do y'all think about like the women here and like how that like, dating is social? Like what's the dynamic compared to like. Chicago for y'all too, sure. and stuff like that. In response to you saying NYC has like the most beautiful woman, I just think it's more about the fact that it's populated, and when 
there are more people in a certain area, there's more. It, it's more bound to have more attractive people, right? Like, mm-hmm. It's just like a um, statistically speaking. Mm. Agreed. I mean, numbers game, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Wait, what was the original question? I was saying that. What? How do you? Oh, how's it differ? How's from it? Other how, places? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I just feel like it's. I think. Well, this might just be a me problem, but I don't think it is. It's just hard to be in a relationship, especially first year mm. in New York City, <laughs> right? You want to elaborate on that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, look, I'll just say it's a lot of window shopping type stuff, right? Because, like, sure. you just meet a lot of people, you know, you're kind of feeling things out, yeah. you know. And with a lot of options, you're just like, I feel I can find, like, mm. the best option, you know? Mm. And so, like... There's Maybe, always something better. Yeah, it's like you always have that in the back of your head. It's like, you know, yeah. th- there's more, there's many fish in the sea. Like, mm-hmm. I see like three girls a day I fall in love with. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's, hey, like, hey, what's your, uh, what's your uh, go-to move? Like, hi, 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 like, you see this cute-ass joint, like, on the street. What's your move? I, I don't cat call girls on the street. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I, I mean, I mean, figuratively, whether it's oh. in the street, like in a social setting, or anything, you see, you see someone attractive. What's your, what's your, what's your go-to move? It's my go-to move. I don't have like a line to be honest. I really don't. I, I probably just con- I usually just try to comment on like something she's wearing or something like that, or okay. something I notice. It's just very specific to the girl. Okay. Or if like I heard some information about like about her from her, like she's like a mutual friend friend you know whatever i'll just use that okay I don't, I don't have like pickup lines to be honest oh it doesn't necessarily have you. like a pickup lines could be like anything you know like um like uh you know what negging is some like some di- some no. guys will like talk to a girl but they they won't actually like directly hit on them they'll just be like do or they'll say something like not like to disrespect them but kind of like bring them down a little yeah. bit yeah. tease them yeah tease them yeah, yeah. like like damn your outfit's like Yo, your colors don't like I match you or something like that. I don't, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Or like, damn, you like why? He goes, why you come out in those crusty ass shoes <laughs> or something like that? You know, yeah, you're, you're negging is, you're negging yeah, that's just that's yeah. just kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just coming that's at examples. Mean. Could have been like a girl's wearing croc skin shoes, but hey, why did you have to kill a whole crocodile for this job? What about Peter or my dad? Okay, I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you one of my um one, one of my favorite things I like to do. Okay, y'all y'all know women love astrology. A lot sure. of a lot of women yes. love astrology. And so I like astrology myself and I follow that stuff. But I'll ask them, be like, hey, what's your sign? And they'll tell me, you know, and then what and they'll tell me something I'm like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, hey, yo. And I was like, hey, yo, I, I, I'm out. I'm out. And then like they'll be like, why? What's wrong? And I'll be like, oh, you a Virgo? I, I was like, I can't deal with Virgos. Y'all, y'all, y'all just too, ain't nothing's good enough for y'all. And that's it. Because like Virgos are known to be like perfectionists or like super, super picky. So I use that negative attribute about them and be like, oh, I, I guess I ain't good enough for you. And I just Do you agree away. with that, Steven? No, have you, have you seen that one guy on TikTok? He, like, goes up to, like, really attractive girls and then he'll ask, like, their zodiac sign. Yeah. And, like, whatever they say, he'll just be like, oh, no, I'm good. Hell, no, yeah. Yeah. no, I'm good. And he'll just, like, walk away. That's basically what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it's basically yeah. what I'm saying. Because, like, every single person, because like, it doesn't have to be exactly, because most, like, horoscopes are, like, generalizations. And then, like, you know, it doesn't, it's not, like, all true, but it's, like, generalizations that you can make, yeah, like, yeah. Subtle things like subtle like comments about you know like like what's your what's your Steven? Uh, I am a Virgo. Of course it is. You're a Virgo, yes. so like yep. you know that's so you so are you are you a very very picky person? <laughs> um, d- depends what <laughs> like. There's also okay. There's another thing. See, Virgos are very meticulous. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I. I mean, I can be, but like that's everybody, right? I guess so. But okay, we're go- we're but that, that's also how I feel about every zodiac sign. Like you can be this, it, you can't be that. But exactly. But like you're just like I said, you're not trying to get deep into it. You're just using it as a gateway to like strike up a conversation. Right, right, yeah. right, right, you know what I'm right. saying? Instead of like giving a compliment. Because yeah. like it's like y'all seen the movie Hitch, right? Yeah. It's like everybody gives compliments. Everybody says, Oh, your hair is nice. Oh, you look beautiful today. Yada yada yada. But if it's like if you hear the same line over like a hundred times, if a hundred guys came up and hit another girl, and a hundred guys said you are beautiful, but a hundred times you'll be like, yeah, 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 thank you. That's good enough. That one person that's different, she's probably gonna give the opportunity to that one person that's different. But that person also gotta be cute too. Mm, yeah. If if he if he ain't cute and she don't find a track, it ain't gonna work. Right. You know? That's what that's what I mean by like I don't mean like like that's right, disrespect the girl. Oh, no, I was just fucking with you. But yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> 
Like your shoes suck. I was gonna say just the nagging lines you used were a little <laughs> bit. They were a little bit. It was on the teetering of disrespect instead of nagging. But we got your point. I'm just pull, trying to pull it out of the top of my head. But like, we we got you got your point. Jesse's no, not the a disrespectful is... person. <laughs> Jesse's the most least disrespectful person in the world. Yeah. But obviously it ain't working because I'm still single. <laughs> Maybe that means that's not true. You need to be more disrespectful. I'm just I'm kidding. Don't get don't no no. You, you're good. I think that, uh, well, I guess two things. Uh, well, going back to the whole dating scene in New York City. Yeah. I would, I would agree with these two, of course, that it's just like a sheer number of people you're bound to happen to see someone pretty. But I would also suggest that uh, the city's full of social climbers and a lot of people who try to like one-up each other. So they just put more effort into their appearance or their general attractiveness. So, And also with New York, there's such a wide diversity of people that you kind of just see all different types like la's got like a lot of pretty people as well but they they come across a bit more homogenous at least when i live there hey you bust on the big words out here <laughs> what kind of homogenous i need I'm I'm curious. Curious. homogenous or homogenous i said heterogeneous okay explain that word for the people <laughs> explain that shit homogenous please. just mean everyone looks kind of like the same they all kind of follow the same trend like everyone kind of looks like that's why abg became a term is because statistically there's a bunch of people doing the same makeup in these Asian communities. You know you know where the uh, ABG look came from, right? What? It came from Hispanics. Oh, really? Latinas. Oh, no idea. Latinas. It, it's, it's like, uh, from my understanding, it was a look that was adopted from the Hispanics. Mm. The whole dyed hair and everything. That, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it came no, from, it came from Hispanics it. and the whole dyed hair scene. Because, you know, if you think about it, I think they say, like, um, Central Americans and, like, Native Americans, they have Asian roots. They have roots from Asia that, like, came over the bridge. But that's, that's neither here or there. And then, so, they's the ones who, like, Dyed their hair, wear the jewelry, the lashes, and everything, and then I think that the Asian population kind of slowly adopted it. And you think about it, there's a lot of Hispanic um, population without out there in like LA and stuff like that. So I don't know. Someone, someone can um, can fact check me on that, but I, I'm pretty sure it came <laughs> yeah. from from Latinas, Latinas. Yeah, I think it was uh, became us. It was from like Southeast Asian, like Vietnamese, Filipino adopted, and that makes sense. Is they're more closely like I think intertwined with the Hispanic Latino population. I would agree. Would you say? The most Asian girls that do the ABG look are from Southeast Asia. Because I don't think mm. Koreans and Chinese girls do the ABG look. Or even Japanese. I don't know. I don't know that many Japanese girls. But I feel like Koreans and Chinese girls don't be doing the ABG look that much. I only know one Chinese girl that does the ABG. Two two girls that have done it that were Chinese. I don't know, man. I think it's, it's pretty even across all of them. Like... I think I think it's pretty. I think the only ones that don't do it are the Fabi ones. What about the Koreans? Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, I feel the Koreans do not do the ABG look More that much. Koreans, on average, I think I, I can only speak anecdotally, but I think on average they do less because they have their own, own thing going on. Exactly, they have their own culture. They go for that cutesy look. The more cute, yeah, ayo look. <laughs> they all they give me like cute, cute vibes. Like pinch my cheeks, I'm cute. <laughs> pinch my cheeks, I'm cute. I don't know. Let's talk to the Korean guy. What you think? Do you think that the Korean <laughs> women be doing the whole ABG look a lot? No, definitely, like, Korean-Americans. I know a lot of Korean-Americans that do that whole ABG look, but, like, like you guys said, Korean definitely does have, like, a different beauty standard in terms of makeup. Mm -hmm. They go for, like, that natural look, which is very different from, like, what an ABG does, mm -hmm. so... But they say that, you know what the modern-day ABG is, right? They say there's, there's, it's used to be the whole dot hair look now, but now it's, like, the dark hair and the ABG makeup and the nails and everything. Okay. That's mm. the that's the modern day ABG look, but all right, let me uh let's let me broach this subject for y'all. What's like what how what is what is like how date like getting attracting a woman and like dating a woman? What's the differences in like say in like New York City compared to like? like I'll give you an example. I feel like, and every single time that I've come to New York City in my entire life, I feel like it's always been easier to talk to girls in New York City. Like it's all they're a lot more e they're more approachable. Whereas back in like where I'm from, the DMV, uh, DC area, women are just difficult as hell, mm. right? They are difficult as hell because, like, no disrespect to y'all, like, there's, like, a sense of entitlement because they all grew up there and then they all raised together. It's, it's mm. kind of like a community. And so it's kind of hard to get in that community to have a social status, like, um, established within that community. And so they have this kind of, like, a, like kind of a, not negatively, and kind of like, a, like, like an ego, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm this person. And so, like, you get, they feel more entitled, and it's just more difficult to penetrate into that and actually talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas here, um, what does it say? It's like New York City is like a, uh, a melting pot of cultures. There's always sure. people coming and going. And it's like, if you ain't really established in there, you're talking about, like, social circles and stuff like that. Yeah. 
it's just it just feel like it's always just so much more easier to talk to people in New York City. They're just more blunt with you. You know, you, you know what I mean. I just think everyone's like a lot more social, so they're just more more receptive to you speaking with them. Uh-huh. Just be, I, I'm, there's also like a reputation to keep because like a lot of Asians know each other, and like if you're a bitch, then like makes sense. You'll be Word like, oh, around. dude, that girl's a bitch, yeah. and then everyone will be like, yeah. Also, I, I think just to survive in New York City, you have to be at least a little bit extroverted. Yeah. Whereas in you know places like Chicago, DC, it's very easy to get clicky, especially LA when everyone everyone's so spread apart that there's just like and just like. It's just so densely populated. Like everyone goes this it, it is a big city, but it's still a small city. Like everyone still goes to the same spots. People are still gonna see each other. Oh, oh I wanna ask you about something about that. A complaint that I sometimes voice. Actually, this is something I always freaking say. I'm like, dang, DC's so small. DC's so small because I've been there for so long. Once you've been in an area for so long, you basically meet every suitable match, every person that knows somebody, right? Yeah. You guys have well, so how long have you guys all been here? You've been here about a year. How long have you been here? We all moved around the same time. About about the same time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do you think or feel that happening at all? Because you say it's a big city, but it's still a small city. Do you feel that happening at all, or it's like nah? I, I haven't run out. Of, it's just endless. It, it's honestly endless. I meet new people every single week. Oh, you got it like that, huh? Uh, no, it's just... <laughs> you got it, oh, my hey. man Steven got nah. it like that. Like, my man Steven me. dropping the Woj bombs, you know. New, new trade alert. <laughs> she's on the waivers now. We got two more coming in. They're coming in right now. We're about Flares. to finalize the deal. Yo, Steven left Chicago as Steven. He went to New York as Stephon. Stephon. <laughs> hey, y- y'all got some stories? Come on, tell it. Y'all got, some, y'all got some, good, some good stories to tell us? I mean, like, uh, there's a friend group that I know that, like, uh, the reason why they're, like, a super clicky friend group okay. is because they all hooked up with the same girl. <laughs> so they just became friends just through that. <laughs> Which is, like, something I can't really say happens in, like, D.C., personally. Nah, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I'm sorry. So it's just like one big igloo of guys. It's one big igloo. Yeah. (laughs) Bunch of Eskimos together. They're the the Super Smash Bros. (laughs) They're the the Ice Climbers. Oh, wow. There you go. All right. Low key, um, in in the DMV, (laughs) like everybody freaking knows everybody, right? So, like, if a girl gets like opened up into the market, everybody knows when she's single. Everybody knows when they're single. And then, it's it's just horrid, all right? Because, like, m- my brother brought this up, okay? Jay, you could broach subject about the age thing. Go ahead. All right, all right. So, we're as Jesse mentioned, we're in New York City, the Big Apple. And when my, my location is in, D- in the D.C. area, all I see is between 22 and 25. That's all I see. 25 if I'm lucky, right? <laughs> if I'm lucky, I get the 25s. When I'm in, when I'm moving to NYC, everyone's over the age of 27. And my age range is like 22 to 28. Mm. I think I put 29 now. Actually, no, I, I left it at 28. But anyway, it's literally every girl is 25, 26 to 28 only in this area, it feels like. I don't know it's because I'm not cycling that much, but do you guys notice that? Like, or not? Nah? I haven't noticed that, but I think one reason for that might be like if you're fresh out of college, you you just can't afford to live in New York City. So like <laughs> you got to build up for like a few years, and then I, that, that was for me at least. Like mm-hmm. there's no way I could afford to live here um, when I was 22. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely people who can, but um, that might be one reason. I haven't seen that trend personally. That makes sense though, because like, yeah, I mean, I feel like you have to have some sort of like level of accomplishment to like be able to afford rent alone what about know? the college kids you know <laughs> oh i mean yeah. you know that's smart that's, that's hella college kids yeah you're right. <laughs> oh yeah i mean there's literally in I mean, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so why are you why are you asking this like do you want to see more women that are 25 26 27 in the dc area <laughs> yes and no this is a call to all women in the D.C. area. If you're 20, <laughs> we got a referral link. All right, all right, all right. premium on the house. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll give you... I'll 25 give you, to 28, let's go. All right, I'll give you my assessment. 10 okay? spots this, only. This is just my hypothesis. <laughs> this is just my hypothesis, all right? I think that usually when you um, when women and men, when they come out of college, to either A, already in a, in a relationship, you know, like a lot of people, they end up like marrying their, their college sweethearts and all that stuff, right? But then on the other end, there's the people, women and men, who just go ham. They go out there, they're young, they want to explore the world, they want to find out what they like, all that stuff, and they just go crazy. 
Okay. Y'all ever hear the saying that like it comes to you when you ain't looking for it? Yeah. And so usually they go ham for like a year or two. And then by the time they're like 24, 25, they get linked up with some with some guy or girl and they get into a long-term relationship and they date for like multiple years, like four or five. Like, and then that shit is probably toxic because usually when you're at that age group, like we still we still like in our late 20s, early middle mid-20s. Like you're still learning in your twenties, and so you're still growing, and you grow out of each other, and that's and it just becomes a toxic relationship, and you either break up, sorry, when it does become like that, y'all break up, and you have these people re-enter the dating market like 27, 28, and they're traumatized from their past relationship, but low key, they still hung up on that stuff, they still ain't over that person yet, and so they just end up going back in the dating market and just dating people and hurting other people. And then they and then they just like because they're not essentially like ready to actually date yet, and then just they just hurt people, hurt people, and that's why I think there's so much people in the early twenties people find just want to have fun, and then you got people in the late twenties like dang, the clock's ticking, it's almost thirty, I'm trying to go get married, right? But in reality, they actually ain't ready to get married yet. You know what I'm saying? They ain't done the healing, so. That's my that's my uh, pro- hypothesis. But in like you got big cities because like I guess I got some friends who live out, live out in L.A. and they told me that usually people settle down earlier in L.A. People start earlier and they end up like they they settle down earlier. I have noticed that people in L.A. like are most of them are in relationships. Mm-hmm. But in New York City, like most of my friends are single. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the average like settling down age do you think in New York City is? 30 I plus? Don't, I don't think there's an average age of settling down. I think it's until you leave New York City. <laughs> really? Yeah, Actually, I, yeah. yeah low honestly, key, low like... Key, low key. Yeah, it's just so many different reasons as to why that is. Do you... Th- I was about to say, do you think that's low key because... New York City is not like a city of love. It's like a city of hustle. No, and you dude, can't hustle like, in love. Oh, it's hard to hustle in love at the same time. It's like New York City is like going to a candy store and then like the owner telling you you can only have like a Snickers bar, but you're like, oh, what? But I want, I want some Skittles, and they're like, no, you can only have Snickers. Like, it's you, like there's so many different options that you want, and you just can't settle for one. Um, which is horrible because it's like an illusion. Like you think you can get all these girls, but it's like you can't, but nobody knows that. And it's, it's just guys and girls. Like it's the same for guys and girls. Everyone's, you know, they think they can do better. And so it just nonstop, I can do better. I can do better. And then they never settle. Have you heard the saying that like, um, there's, there's a saying out there. It's like you find somebody and 80% of it's good, but you're searching for that 20% that's not there. Have you heard that saying? Kind of the 80-20 rules. Or it's actually like 90-10. So basically they say usually um, in like situationships, like that person is like 90% of everything that you want. They're missing that 10%. And then so you basically you drop that person to look for that 10% in somebody else. And then when you find that in somebody else, oh. they're missing more. And so you never you can never ever settle because you're always looking for that 10% because nobody's perfect. There's not a single perfect person out there. You know what I'm saying? And so we're just falling into a cesspool. And then like... Of that stuff, so everybody's looking for that ten percent that's missing. I just want to let you know, Stephen. I don't think that's reserved just in New York. I think that's just a guy. That's a guy thing. It's like a bro thing. Every guy, yeah. every guy in life, or all guys here, there comes a time in your life where you just have so you have a lot of options. You have a lot of options, right? And it just yes, like Jesse says, you overlook the eight green flags that a girl has because she has one red flag or one thing you don't like about her. You overlook seven, eight green flags. But that's that's everything in general. There, you got, We're all like that. A day can be amazing. like Just a regular day can be amazing. But one bad thing happens, you'll ignore everything else because that one bad thing. Then it becomes a bad day. And it becomes a bad day. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I won the lottery. I did this. I did this. I did this. Oh, my girlfriend broke up with me and took the dog. Or keep my car. Nah, fuck that. I'd be like, I want the lottery. Fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, did you ever you ever heard that um the saying says you make rules for the ones that you want? You no, sorry, you make rules for the ones that you don't want, and you break rules for the ones that you want. Right. That's like if you found this perfect girl, and she was everything, but then there's one thing off about it that like you just want something else. Like, say you a titty guy, right? And then the girl, <laughs> the girl you like you they currently see, it got like nothing. Mosquito bites. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Beast things. Yeah, be, right? But then you say, I want a girl with some big titties. Yeah. <laughs> so then you're making a rule for the girls that you don't want. 
You know what I'm saying? And so that's the guy that you're making rules. He's like, I don't want her because she, she don't got no titties. And so you uh, go look for another girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never right. met a guy that's like, oh, she has small titties. I'm not going to, I don't like her. <laughs> but, but the point is, like, you're going to f- find something wrong with someone. That you don't want you, you want to look elsewhere mm-hmm. to fulfill that, whatever yes. that is, right? Yes. Yeah. Hey, let me let me ask you earlier, you said a pick me girl. What do you mean? What is a pick me girl? What is a pick oh, okay. Me? So, uh, just for the viewers, these guys do not know what a pick me girl is. I, I think it's a very popular term. Is it a TikTok term? Um, Probably. It might have been on TikTok. Do you know what a t- pick me uh, girl yeah, is? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. So, oh, a pick me girl is just basically like the words. It's like pick me, like a girl who. Um, girl basically is like oh i'm not like other girls and just like tries to stand out from everybody else like pick me like pick me oh. Oh. i thought she was like kind of like she's always down to chill with the guys to kind of like well she prove. like as an example prove, she'll like, like be like oh i don't want to hang out with girls because they're so dramatic and then pick me girls will usually have like a lot of guy friends just because they're like oh i'm not like other girls like i'm i'm better or cooler mm-hmm. so that, that's a pick me girl. So she tries to get so close with the boys. She, she, Is that what she doesn't to try to get close with them. She just like vibes better with guys because I just I think they're just they want more attention, I guess. And so it's like pick me yeah. type of thing. You know? Okay. Do you think? Why do you think they do that? Why do you think like they only want to hang out with guys? It's my first time ever hearing about this pick me joint. Yeah, I was, I don't, I, that's news to me. Um, I just I thought that's called being a bro. In a way. I, I mean, I will say, I think there are just some girls who vibe better with guys just because um, it's definitely a different dynamic hanging out with like a group of girls versus a group of guys. And some girls just have a personality where they mesh better with guys. But then there are also girls who um, just love getting attention from yeah. a bunch of guys. So, So do you think secretly they actually want one of the guys by doing that? No, I think they just like male attention. Okay. Oh. What do you, well, I, yeah, I agree with that. But like, it also just makes them seem uh, more desirable to other potential guys if they see her, you know, attracting this group of guys. Or maybe he, she's just with them, but like, it looks like she's, you know, attracting this flock of guys or whatever. Right. I got a question then for you. Do you think that if a girl is around a lot of guys, that it makes her more attractive or less attractive? Um, I say overall maybe less. Okay, but I agree, man. If if a girl okay, if a girl only has guy friends, that's kind of a red flag for me. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Go- I'm sure, like, I think I've heard girls say it the other way, like a g- guy who you know he's not gay or anything, but he just likes hanging out with girls. Like he's <laughs> like the only guy friend in the group. On and- the flip side, I really like when a girl has a good group of girlfriends, like a tight knit group yeah. of girlfriends. For sure. It's, I think it's really attractive. Facts. For Facts. sure. Yeah. Okay. Recently. Okay. On the thing where you talk about, like I recently saw this thing where it's talking about like, uh, um, about girl groups. Okay. They say that usually if, a, okay, let me get this right. Girls that hang out with other guys is not as dangerous as a girl group because girls in, they enable women. Right, so so women, so within a within a female group, like if there's one girl that's feeling down, like she got out of a relationship, she's feeling whatever, the girls would naturally pick up the girl, and be like, "Oh no, you a bad bitch, you know, go out there, blah blah blah." blah. You, you know what I'm talking about? Expand like, on, expand that, on it. That nah, girl, bro, I know exactly what the you're girl saying. group is like. All the other girls in the group is like the oracle, of like you know, like if. Like they, that's where she gets her validation and you know, dude. Yes, man. Opinions like from, g- girls care so much about their friends' like approval, almost to the point where like, if their friends like a guy, like she'll start to like the guy, like even if she didn't like the guy. I'll you give know, you a prime example. I'll give you a prime example. <laughs> no. Whenever you in a club, about to go to a girl, and you go talk to a girl, and she was a friend. What's the first thing they they, they do? They look to their friend, yep. and they, they got that look. They like. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys ever heard? Um, if you like a girl, right, or like you see a group of like a girl at the club, she's with three other friends. You talk to her friend first. Yes, yes. You know, yes. Everyone's heard that, right? Yes. yes. Or it's you like, talk to the ugliest one. <laughs> have you heard that one? <laughs> I, no, I heard yeah. that one. I heard that one. I have never done that. Okay, I, I just like all women are beautiful. The right. <laughs> you know, what if it's a group of like five? 
Like, well, I, there's I'm just, one girl I want. I'm saying if I want one girl out of a group of five. Yeah. Like, like if I'm you, hiring one girl. So go ahead. If you're ugly, I'll, I'll wait to Jay's point. If you're ugly and you go talk to the ugliest girl, they're just going to be like, all right, this dude can just go talk to her. <laughs> Like, just, yo, y'all two have fun. Like, y'all in the bronze bronze bracket, you yeah, know? Like, yeah, go yeah, ahead, yeah, yeah. duke it out. Y'all in the same tier. Go have fun. I don't know, because I feel like women are innately competitive. 100%. Do you back the the best-looking girl in the group? Like, every girl is going to want you. Like, it's what, just... what if you went up and talked to the friend first, but you hit on with the friend? So you see these two girls, right? And then you yeah. say, damn, I want that one. And so you go talking to the friends in your approach, but then you realize you, know, you end up like liking the friend more than the other girl. Then it is what it is. I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's an audible, you know? It's an audible. Life is a bunch of twists and turns and, you know? All right. Shit doesn't go to plan. Because, like, it's, okay, it's kind of funny because, like, if you think about it, like, within the girls' groups, it's like you said, they enable each other, right? Yes. Within guy groups, it's like, um, okay, how about this? When usually, when you pipe a girl, right, when you get that down, you don't go into details with your boys what you did, right? You uh, just be like, you just be like, oh, yeah, we did, we, yeah, we, we, we did it. I, I, I think. I do if it's a girl I don't give a shit about, but if it was like my girlfriend, I would never tell like my guy friends like, oh, I I did it like this with my girl. Here's an example. I think that usually when it comes to um, like females, when they go on a date with a guy or if they like sleep with a guy or something like that, they asking questions. Oh, how was it? They make a kiss. Blah, blah, blah. How did this go? How did that go? They're asking for detail and they get in, in depth with it, you know, because and because. There's okay. There's there's this thing that I've noticed with women. Okay, um, certain type of guys, if like he's skeezy or whatnot within a friend group, right? The whole female like uh, friend group would talk about it. Like they'll like he, like say there's a guy in the friend group named Mark. Okay, sorry, Mark. <laughs> All the marks out there, right? Mark's a very very sketchy dude. Okay, he goes on a date with Fuck this girl you, and he fucks up. He messes up somehow. That girl tells all the girls everything about it. They're asking questions about a date, and they're telling they go into detail about that shit. Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? They, they yeah. go they go into detail and everything. Hell yeah! And all that stuff, right? And then, but for guys, we don't like you go on a date with a girl. You go on a date, yeah. Like the girl's best friend is gonna know how big your dick is. Yes. exactly. The curvature, how many pumps you took, <laughs> yes. how, how, how long you lasted, all that. All of yes, that. Yes, they asking for details when, like, for like guys, you don't really like go into depth with that kind of stuff. That's facts. I can agree with that, unless it was really unique. Nah, it's I, it's not nothing to write home about. It's just like I, it was, it was cool, it was good. You know, I'll give I'll give you an example. I'll do it again. There's an individual within within um my friend circle, right? Um. He was he just didn't do a lot of good things, okay? Kind of disrespectful things, right? And then as a females groups, they talked about it. And then what you would call it, they like and then they reflect that same type of opinion on the entire friend was like, why do you hang out with that guy if he does that stuff? Right? And then we're like, I don't know. We don't we're not talking about that stuff. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they're talking about, it, but we're not talking about. It, so we aren't aware of the stuff that he'd be doing on his own time. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the like overly kinky things he was doing. Yes, he was not talking about. Yes. Okay. Because like, like I said, guys don't go into depth, so yeah. we don't know, right? And but the girls, they go like, like they get done that. They tell all their girlfriends. Their girlfriends tell all their girlfriends, and like all the girls know. And now they're bashing all the guys. Like, damn, why they still hang out with them if he's still like that? Yeah. That's why it's, it, I find it so funny when like girls hate on guys, like certain type of guys hanging out with certain type of people. And like, dude, we don't even know. We don't talk about that stuff. We don't go into detail. I mean, how would you guys feel if like you found out, like your best friend, was just like a complete creep? Like, would you just cut him off? Or yes, actually, this has happened to me before. Loki, that's happened to me before. And basically, I had to cut him <laughs> off. I gave him opportunities, <laughs> but eventually, I had just had to just like cut it off because you know why? Because his reputation was bleeding onto onto our reputation. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, I don't want to be seen in that light. So, and I told him directly. I straight up told him directly. I said, listen, like we can't be associated like that because honestly, like what you're doing isn't right. And like, I can't we I can't be associated because I don't want to be associated like. In that type of light, either, and that's what it just come down to. And Jesse yeah. even gave this gave this dude like a grace period, a grace period like or like a healing period for like a certain <laughs> period of time. Like, a, what is it? Like a it's like a period of time where you're testing someone. What is that called? Is that that's not grace period, right? 
It doesn't sound like grace. It's like a period of time where you're like an eva evaluation period. Evaluation. Evaluation. He was evaluating. Jesse was an NFL scout. Uh, evaluating his interactions with uh, with women and stuff like that over like a period of time, like from a, from a distance, and this dude just he kept messing he, up. He would go yeah. three months and then he fuck up. He would screw up again. Then three months, screw up again. Then one time, we were supposed to break bread, you know, get get some food with him or something like that. Another story popped up. We were like, dude, what in the world? Sheesh. But I doubt I'm out. Did you have y'all have y'all ever had to cut people out? Like, what y'all ever had to cut people out because of something? N I mean, yeah, but like not for not for that specifically though. Well, what, what, why have you had to cut out people before? Uh, it was just like disrespecting what I was trying to do. Like I was building a business, and um, he was he was uh someone who was like doing videography and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I I had like a client shoot. So I was like, all right, like my boy can help me out and do it. And mm -hmm. then basically like I paid because I was like, you know. We're just starting up. We don't got a ton of bread, but, you know, I can pay you some, you know, so I paid him in full. And then, like, he, like, didn't show up or he was late or something, and then he was just, like, didn't refund me. I mean, so, I, so I was just like, I'm out. What the hell? I'm like, done with this. I'm good with this. Like, like, how can you just disrespect me like that? Like, it's one thing if, like, it was on me, and it's like, all right, just pay me back half or something, but just to, like, ghost me like that is just, like... Oh yeah, that's a wrap. You know, there's one thing you never do. You never fuck with a man's bread, right? Yeah, yeah, more. Yeah, it's up there, <laughs> more or less, right? Money's a vehicle, you know. Oh yeah, right. that, that yeah. That, that. All right, for um for our last tapu day, Stephen, you got you got the uh, you have the the torch. You know, you, this is something that you want to discuss. Go uh, ahead, go break ahead, it down, break what it down, this? bro. I, I wanted to talk about like, um, like your identity as an Asian male and like your experiences, whether that's in dating, whether that's in like your job, you just in general, yeah. like socially, everything. We're in the Big Apple right now. The Big Apple is one of the hubs of Asian people, would you say? Yeah, one of them, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've hung out with the most Asian people in my life besides being in China. <laughs> <laughs> then here, or here. Yeah, there you go. anywhere else. There so, you go. Yeah. So do you think that the culture of dating and things like that is boosted because you're around people that look like you? So you can kind of identify with people that you look like. It's, you have a lot more comfort with people you look like, who sound like you, have a culture like you, were raised like you. Versus Jesse and I, we were raised in, in this little small town called Chester. Ain't no one look like us. No one looked like us ba barely. The only other Chinese person at my school was jesse and maybe one or two other people and we would never speak to each other versus here everyone looks like you whole clubs look like whole each other clubs look like you you can go up to go to the club and a girl probably has 30 things that are similar they probably eat the same things their parents treat them the same way they got to take their shoes off in the house <laughs> you know what i'm saying do you think that is the reason why new york is such an asian hub and how has being in new york i think Affecting maybe your confidence, your swag, you know, because you're you're around people that look you. I mean, that was dude, loaded. Honestly, I grew I grew I grew up having like a lot of non Asian friends, so I can't really say like being around a group of Asian people makes me more comfortable. Okay. Um, it it really just depends on the type of person they are. Okay. Like I could be in a group room full of Asian people and still feel kind of uncomfortable just because of like how they act or behave. And vice versa with like non-Asian people. I I do agree with that. Like, I don't think the color of your skin is a telltale, but mm -hmm. there are some comforting, not comforting things, but there are some things that you know you don't have to explain about yourself because you're Asian, mm -hmm. or that you know that's leads to like types of chemistry, like if we're talking about girls or whatever that you know is good, you know is productive, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in Greensboro, North Carolina, you know, not a lot of Asians out there. I mean, there's some, there's like, I went up, grew up in a Chinese church, but besides that, like, I played, white. I played, no, no, Chinese church for like the first 10 years of my life. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, like, I, I played basketball, so like, I'm the only Asian in the gym, like, all the time. So it kind of, in a way, kind of builds character, like the thick skin type mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. just because you're going to encounter a lot of like the what's it called microaggressions or just racism in general 
but also you you know i i'm very comfortable around any anyone okay. i feel you on that um so i'm gonna i'm gonna chime in real quick um me and my brother share this perspective and it's something that i've noticed like um since we grew up in an area with not a lot of asian people and probably you too too like what yeah. was the pro- predominant population around greensboro it's like equally equal between black and white as the majority and then latino asian were like Okay. Nine percent, ten percent, something so, like that. So so it's basically the same demographics as us. And I've noticed that like when I moved to the DMV where people they basically grew up around a lot of Asian people, that they get too comfortable and they only see life through one perspective of like how they were raised. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I guess like for you, my brother and myself, I feel like I can go up and I can talk to anybody, regardless of what your race is. You could be black, white, Hispanic, um, Arab, whatever. And I don't feel like an outsider because I grew up an outsider my entire life, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, that has allowed me to basically, like, be more comfortable when talking to people that don't look like me. Yeah. Whereas, like, when I go to DMV, when I, after I moved <coughs> to DMV, no disrespect for, for the people in the DMV, like, they don't branch out. They just stick with their peoples. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, because people like comfort. But at the end of the day, I just feel like uh, even though like I look Asian, sometimes I don't actually think like an Asian person. Mm-hmm. I see stuff from a different perspective, and I see the world in a different perspective. And I could become more open minded about certain things, mm-hmm. you know. And that's like, but except for women, I like Asian women. <laughs> All right, hollering at them. And that's and, and it's for cultural pres- uh, um, <laughs> preservation. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I mean, are you only like the yeah. Asian? Well, that's my preference, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I want to get married and have kids or someone, that's my preference, you know. What I'm if, not saying I'm counting out anyone that's not Asian, but I'm just saying. Especially if, being here with a lot more options, just like. What if you met the perfect girl? Everything everything checks off, and that 10% is that she's she's Indian. <laughs> I feel like Indian's pretty close. All right, all right. We'll say, we'll say, we'll say, we'll say she, everything checks out about everything you want, everything with your preference. Like, dang, she's everything I want, but she's. I don't know. We'll say she's Italian or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll even say she she like um because there, there's a couple there's a lot of people out there they may be white or they may be black but they're like they, they low key the Asian on the inside. We'll say she's like that too. She's an Italian girl that likes anime. She's a wafu. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I was about to say like I the the reason why I would want to marry an Asian girl because like I would, I would want to watch like Korean dramas with them and like eat like Korean food. So if the girl's like white and she's like down to do all those things, then I'm completely fine with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like uh, white non-Asian people like into Asian culture. So thank BTS. Yeah, BTS. It's BTS. Shout, shout out BTS. Shout out BTS. Hey, for Steven, doing that. your people are so popular now. You're like the coolest man on the block these days. Yeah. Dude, you should go to those those BTS yeah. like those fan meetups. You know, I um, <laughs> hard for me to admit this, but I I. Do you think about going to those like K-pop events to pick up girls because they're like really into Korean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just hey, saying, don't hate the player. Don't hate the player. Hey, I'm just saying you should do it. I mean, look. <laughs> hey, listen. And any type of sport, any type of thing, if you have an advantage, use it. That's facts. One hundred percent. One thousand percent. Right. So, like, Stephen, you have an advantage right now as the most sought-after Asian people on this planet. That's not true. I do. Sometimes people can't even tell if you're Korean, Chinese, or Japanese. That's so. that's also true. But I, but in general, though, because Korean culture is in, that kind of boosts up all Asians yes. in general. Facts. So we all get in the boost. We so. we all we all eating, bro. Yeah, I love <laughs> no, BTS, bro. <laughs> it's crazy to think. From shout out Big Bang, <laughs> shout out Big Bang. To go from like middle school or whatever, like middle school, high school to now. Like the perception of Asians is just—it's crazy how much yes. it has changed. For sure, facts. For sure. You know, oh my. And God. You know, you know what's, what's funny on that? Like, me and my brother have talked about this. Literally, if the world was what it was now, I'd be the coolest motherfucker in my school right now. Yes. I had the fucking big, big rim glasses. <laughs> I watched anime. <laughs> I play video games. Come on, now they don't even know. Yeah, man, you'd really be a trendsetter out there. You know. <laughs> Nah, but back then when I was young, bro, I was I was the biggest loser, bro. <laughs> hey, but do you know why people say that? That why the trends that you see now are popular again is this is just a hypothesis. They say it's because the the cool they say the cool people in school they peak really early, so they really have no desires to actually like do anything later on mm. in life. Versus the outcasts 
they're like, oh shit, no one really likes me like that. And they carry what who they are later on in life and they hold that chip on their shoulder. It's because the outcast, the weird people end up being the popular people. Yes. For example, like if you're popular in high school and you're an outcast in high school, later on when you're an outcast, people like that you're an outcast. Your outcast personality makes you more likable. How many artists were like, I was the weird kid in high school? Interesting. You have a friend. That's an artist right now. You're like, yo, she's kind of, she's kind of, eh, but hey, she blowing up now because she different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent. It, it's, I mean, just my personal experience. Let's say, so I got cut my junior high school from basketball. Mm-hmm. Like junior high school, it's just like, and I want to play in college. Like you got one more year after that. It's just like, it's dead, bro. Like you're done. But like, the fact that that happened. If I had made it, maybe I would would have been satisfied. Would have been cool just writing it out. Maybe not even want to play in college, but like that just kicked it to another gear mm-hmm. to where, you know, I eventually got to that point where I was able to play in college. Like that's just like microcosm. It's same, same theme, you know? Mm-hmm. So, well, let's, let's, we can go ahead and wrap it up after that today. Right? <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys for watching. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed my boy Kane and Steven. And we'll catch you on the next one. Catch you on the next one. See you guys. <laughs>